Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. today's show we are live on facebook facebook.com slash rx931 you're watching and she is joining us ladies and gentlemen from being miss international flying to new york to pursue a dream being with kim k and skims all that and more ladies and gentlemen please welcome the one and only marielle Thank you so, so much, Dave, because seriously, having you here is just, oh, I'm so excited to have you. You're <laughs> awesome, girl. I'm you're happy awesome. to be here. Thank you so much. I mean, Thank you. you're coming all the way from New York City, which is uh, a crazy place. I mean, how long have you been there since this entire um, lockdown happened? I've been here since. October of last year, late October last year. Actually. Mm-hmm. So even before the pandemic and for all these protests. So I don't know. Is it bad timing or is it just I don't know. <laughs> I mean it's like the epicenter of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's pretty crazy yeah, on that end, but you know. It's cr- it's exactly like a movie. Yeah. Like you know how in the movies it's always in New York for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I was actually going to say, because you know, Marielle, it's been different for everybody. Like, basically the entire world's in a standstill. I mean, slowly but surely. Like, Rico and I are back in the booth, you know, where we're working and people are going back to work. How have you been keeping busy? Because you have been in New York. And New York, because we spoke to other people as well from other parts of the world. You know, it's different for everybody. New York had different safety protocols. They had different ways of dealing with their pandemic and, like, how they were going to deal with COVID. So how have you been, what have you been up to? How have you been staying busy? Because they were strict for a while in New York, right? Like, very strict. Yes, they were. Yeah. Because we were, I think we were, like, one of the worst, or if not the worst hit city in the world of the coronavirus. But... And, you know, we're not allowed to go out unless it's essential, like the groceries or the doctor or pharmacies. Mm. Basically, I've just been at home. And all I do is, I don't know, I wear my cat, all I do paint or, or now I'm doing embroidery. Honestly, you and have to broidery. look for what other hobbies you can start. Mm. Actually, your IG stories, you've been cooking like the most amazing looking pastas. <laughs> I hate you. Like, I remember I was watching one of your stories. You were like, hi, walking to the deli or something to get wine. And then you were like, when you got back, you were like, so I have my wine for my sanity and I have pasta for my dinner. <laughs> I was like, she is literally me. Like, in the midst of everything. I'm very, yeah. In the midst I'm of everything, you're to fabulous. Live near a wine shop. Like, <laughs> literally three-minute walk. And I have wine. This is mochi, by the way. Oh, hi, mochi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kind of wondering what was that tail that was passing by. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, hi. Yeah. How are you doing, mochi? So, Marielle, that's how you've She's been keeping now. busy. But, you know, your entire family, well, most of your family is here in the Philippines. I mean, mm. your parents are here. You know, your friends are here. Yeah. How have you been keeping in contact with them throughout this whole thing? Because were they worried? Like, yeah. You were there since like October last year, but everything kind of just hit like 
Jan Febish. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, she's in the epicenter in the States. Like, did they freak out? Like, what was it like for them and for you? Um, well, for me, I wasn't panicking that much. Of course, at first, when the whole thing just started, it was quite scary. But after a while, you just think that, you know, there's nothing you can do right now. All you can do is follow the rules. Mm-hmm. But for for my family, especially for my parents, they were really worried about me. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that I'm living alone. Uh, but my brother lives here in New York also. Mm-hmm. And he's not too far from me. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my family, um, they're okay. They're just at home also. They're in quarantine also. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a complete family group call mm-hmm. every other day just to check each other. And, you know, speaking of checking with each other, you know, your dad actually made the headlines when, when he was, he tested positive for COVID-19. And he was, when he yeah. was able to recover. Well, how is your dad now? He's really good now, actually. And even when he had COVID, he wasn't displaying all the really harsh uh, symptoms other people would have. Mm-hmm. He was all in all like mostly okay but he did have some i think uh it was cough and some breathing problem mm-hmm. but other than that he was okay which i am grateful for but also you know it, at first it was quite scary because when he got diagnosed it was at the time we're in people still didn't know much about it and mm-hmm. we were all still kind of panicking and scared mm-hmm. but you know after time went on we learned to accept it and just you know stay strong and get through it and you know the cool part about it is that when he got over it when uh, he was clear for it he actually wanted to donate his blood plasma to help in the research of COVID-19 which is cool yeah and he is still regularly donating Mm. uh, which I'm really proud to call him my dad because he's really a strong guy and you know, besides being strong, he's really generous and loving. So I'm really grateful to have him as my dad. I was actually so, I call him dad. <laughs> I yeah. was so shocked, like when he made the announcement that yeah, he was positive. And honestly, I kept thinking, I thought of you, like right away. I was like, wait, but his <laughs> daughter is in New York when all of this is happening. I mean, Marielle, your dad is strong. He's amazing. But so are you because like you said, it was a really scary time when he got it because nobody knew that much about it. And for you to just like, I mean, it must have felt so scary for you because you're all the way there and there really was nothing that you could do but be strong. So kudos to you because I honestly don't think anybody else would have reacted that way. I mean, it's one thing to be living by yourself. It's another to be living by yourself in a different country. It's another thing to be doing that in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. So you do you, girl. I mean, one of the reasons why also we wanted to guest you is, aside from this whole New York uh, COVID situation, you made headlines. Rico reported this on local show business. But you were literally a few feet away from one of my like favorite reality stars of all freaking time. First of all, congratulations, Miss Supermodel in hey. New York. I mean, hello, <laughs> living you. your best life. And for those that don't know, she Thank walked the you. runway for Kim Kardashian West. 
for skims. Probably the world's hardest like garment to buy now because it's sold out every time they launch. Mariel, was modeling the reason why you decided to move to New York? Like, what is the story behind you deciding to just set up camp there in New York City? Actually, yeah, modeling is the reason I moved to New York. Because um, I think last year, my, I visited my brother here. And he's been living here for like two years already. And when I visited him, I was like, okay, I'm just going to send out my pictures on different, uh, to different modeling agencies mm-hmm. and take my chance. Like, when you apply, you're not going to lose anything. Like, if you don't get it, it's fine. If you do, then that's good. And I did. I got contacted by one of the agencies here and we decided to meet. And I guess, yeah, it started from there. And, you know, the modeling that you pursued is actually a, well, it's a different style of modeling. It's actually plus size modeling. Yeah. And, you plus know, size, yeah. and how was the adjustment for that one when you were getting into it? Actually, surprisingly, adjusting into plus size modeling here in New York was easier mm-hmm. than I expected. Because, you know how in the B or TV show, they portray the New York fashion scene as, you know, catty, um, very snobby and snotty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I got here, surprisingly, everyone was being nice and they were accepting. And I love the fact that the modeling world here in New York or even in the U.S. is more diverse and accepting now of different bodies and skin colors and nationalities and I'm really grateful for that because back then it wasn't like this at all Mm -hmm. I remember when you were guesting on the show when you were a title holder for for a beauty pageant you were saying that one of the things that you had to face was the criticism Mm -hmm. and the backlash of Mm -hmm. certain people online saying oh my god like yeah she's pretty but Beauty pageants are also about certain body type and blah, blah, blah. And I remember distinctly in the show, you were like, you couldn't understand why people just couldn't accept and cheer you on for that. And instead, they were critiquing you. And look at you now, girl. You are modeling in New York City. (laughs) I mean, it just shows, you know, guys, that everybody is different and everybody looks different. And you can freaking be whoever you want to be. And look at you. Like, That's seriously, true. Marielle, it's it's such an inspiring story as well. <laughs> because you're so real Thank you. In, in what you say that, you know, <laughs> you're expecting the modeling industry to be like this, this catty, cutthroat, mean environment. And you go there and they're celebrating everybody for, for how they look and how they are. What were some of your first jobs? Or was this Skims Runway your first, like, job there in New York? Or can you tell us more about, like, your modeling journey? Well, actually, before the skims, I've been going to a lot of castings and auditions, like not only in modeling, also mm-hmm. like in commercials. And I was also trying to go to like auditions for acting and musicals. And of course, in everyone's journey, you're not always going to hear yes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're going to hear no. So when I got the email that I got accepted in skims, I. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but I actually cried a bit because <laughs> I was like, through all of the no's, there's this one yet that makes you feel, you know, accepted and good, which mm-hmm. is a nice feeling. Oh, 
I'm so happy. Like, I wanted to cry for you. When I saw your picture, I was like, okay, Marielle. Like, yo. Okay. Like, okay, let's get to that skims. So you get the confirmation like, hi, we want you. You cry a little bit. You have to like sort of get yourself together like, okay, this is a big deal. How did yeah. you prep for that show? Like, did you practice your walk like in your apartment? Did you research? Like, how did you get in the zone for such a big project? Well, first, um, first, like after I got myself together, I prepared myself to be um, like I did what girls had to do. <laughs> and like I, I prepared my skin and my hair and everything. But on the day of the show, going to uh, the fashion show, I honestly couldn't think straight. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? Do I just do this? Do I just do that? And honestly, the good thing about the skin fashion show is that they celebrate each woman individually. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really expecting us to walk a certain way, to be a certain way. They just said, you know, just walk there confidently and feeling like just you just own that even if all you're wearing are undergarments which mm. is like a daring thing to wear in public um because we were we walked through our, a mall nordstrom mm. we walked all the way from outside up the escalators up to the fifth floor and onto the stage which was really daunting but at the end of the day i realized that it was very empowering to see all of those women on stage around me with different skin colors, with different body shapes. And I just really felt proud and happy to be in the, on that stage and in that moment. So it was really, in a way, like surreal. It was a mm-hmm. dream. So did you get to like meet Kanye? Like, hi, Mr. Ye. Was he there? <laughs> was Kanye there? <laughs> he was there. He was there. Oh my God. Um, we didn't get to meet them beforehand but on stage because um during rehearsal they were like okay stand here and then later on kim k will be walking below to talk to the press and i was like no she's walking by (laughs) and then on stage when i saw her i was like wow and then when i turned around i saw kanye i was like oh my goodness (laughs) kanye here and for some reason i was more starstruck by kanye Really? But also starstruck by Kim, but more so by Kanye because it's his presence, I think. Because you know, he did smile. Mm-hmm. He was like, whoa. But <laughs> he's very, like, an intimidating presence. I want to know is Kim really as tiny as people say she is? Because she's, like, supposedly, like, 5'1 or 5'2 lang. But on TV, she looks so, like, tall. Is she small? She is so, so honestly. Like, on TV, she looked tall and bigger. But, yeah, in real life, she was really small and really cute. <laughs> was she pretty? Like, is she pretty in person? Does she look the same? I'm sorry, that I'm a big Kardashian really fan. So, I'm just like, I'm gonna live vicariously. Since day one, she watches. Like, she watches through you. Day one, so, yeah. describe her. Like, does she look the same on TV that she does in person? Is she cuter? Is her skin nice? Is she mabango? Oh my God, tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get to smell her, but when I saw her, she really was, she was petite mm-hmm. and she really was pretty. Like her skin was on point, her hair was on point. Of course, her behind was on point. <laughs> like, whoa. 
<laughs> like, and her, I swear, her, yeah, she really is petite and her waist is tiny. So, it emphasizes her body shape even more. How about Kanye? Matangkad ba si Kanye? Or is he like a short guy? And was he buff or was um, he chubby Kanye? Yeah, <laughs> um, it wasn't like obvious that he was buff or chubby because he was wearing a jacket. But I would say he's like my height. Mm-hmm. Almost like 5'8". Something like that. And yeah, it's just I guess his energy that's really... Um, that really hear my cat sorry his energy really goes all throughout the room nakachismis talaga tayo how many people can have a conversation with someone who's like yeah I saw Kim and Kanye in person cause I walked the show no big deal but whatever alright so that show happens <laughs> The pictures blow up because the reason why I feel like I got so killing also, Marielle, is because when the pictures came out, it was literally Kim, another model, and then you. I mean, you were like clear <laughs> as day there. When people saw those pictures, did people contact you like, oh my God, Marielle, is that you? Or Marielle, you walked pala the scams. Like, what was the reaction <laughs> of your friends, of your family, of like random people that saw your picture walking that runway actually when kim k posted a picture i didn't ha- i didn't know anything about it but when she did it was other people that started contacting me and messaging me they were like is this you is this you and i was like oh my gosh yes that is me because i think people realized it was me at first because we all had different Mm-hmm. hair and mm-hmm. um they also pulled up our eyes for some reason during the fashion show so mm-hmm. besides the hair our features and way were changed also so it was really surreal like seeing myself there because i do follow her on instagram also so i was like oh my goodness <laughs> i'm right there in underwear behind her <laughs> and actually um, I was lucky because before that, there was a model supposedly in front of me. And then for some reason, she walked off the stage. And then that's when the space in front of me cleared up. Mm-hmm. And I was visible in pictures. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the importance of blocking. That's what you've come to learn from the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> and, and holding your blocking cue point. And the timing of it all. I mean, when it's your time, it's your time in the best possible way. How many people can say, Diva? I mean, there was a model supposedly blocking you, and it's like, oh, for some reason, she just moved on, and it's like, bam. It's like, okay, Moriel. Yeah, that was so weird. Okay, so after that, after that show, did you have more projects? Did you have things in the lineup, or did this whole lockdown happened and it kind of just like put everything in a pause because we're coming from a really big high right so i'm sure even you like yeah. the adrenaline is pumping mm-hmm. you're ready to go and you're like oh my god this is it and then pandemic what exactly happened yeah, like did you exactly. have projects so it was the show and then after that we started hearing news about covid mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been happening all like for some reason, it wasn't like a slow rise. It was more like, here's the pandemic. It's happening. We're closing down. That's it. Like, we didn't even... 
New York itself didn't have time to process, but for some reason, like, like I knew about the whole sickness even before that, but like it reached New York and then that's when everything closed down. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just starting, you guys. Oh, <laughs> but it's okay because you know New York is looking better now. I mean, every country, every city uh-huh. is 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 starting to you know grasp this whole thing and get control of the situation so i mean you have something to look forward to after all is said and done right i mean okay so you're in your apartment you're with your cat your brother is nearby at least the operations for everything has basically stopped you said earlier that you're now like finding yourself cross-stitching marielle like, did you just decide, like, during this whole thing, I'm gonna, like, try, like, the world's most random Make you a sweater. hobbies and, and skill set? I mean, what got you to <laughs> cross-stitch? I mean, people don't what really know me? this, right? Like, what? No, because honestly, like, yeah, honestly, like, I feel like I'm an old woman on the inside because, <laughs> like, I'm not into... <laughs> I'm not into going out much. I like staying home, um, ev- whether it be alone or with my family or even just with my pets. Mm-hmm. And I just like the simple type of hobbies where you just relax. And um, yeah, what I've been to now is I've tried watercolor. I've tried, yeah, embroidery. Mm-hmm. And then also I've been listening to different podcasts. Honestly, like I'm on the same boat as everyone. Like we're just trying to look for something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true. Well, you know, in this yeah. in this times of pandemic, you know, it gave birth to a lot of different skills of people. And you showing that the embroidery and you did mention the podcast. Do you see yourself having yeah. a podcast? Because I love your opinions. You love uh, to speak your mind. I do. Whether it's on Twitter, online, you speak it freely. <laughs> do you see yourself hosting a podcast or a video cast? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know because even if I feel like I have a lot of thoughts and opinions I want to express in my head, but the problem is. I don't know how to articulate it in a proper way mm-hmm. for the podcast. So I don't think I'm going to do a podcast anytime soon. But that would be exciting to hear your podcast, right? That I feel be- like you're selling yourself short. <laughs> I, I honestly do. Because I feel like you have such good opinions, strong opinions about certain things. And I feel like it's it's their opinions that people are like, girl, I feel you. Like, thank you for saying it. I don't know. I, I wouldn't sell sell yourself that short well honestly like the only time i think about doing a podcast is if i would do it with someone else mm-hmm. that think that shares the same opinions as me like maybe um my brother's wife she's an influencer her name is kami juan and we kind of share the same thoughts and opinions about certain things and i think that would be fun but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the different episodes here. For those that are tuning in via, of course, RX931 on the radio and online on Facebook.com slash RX931. We have uh, beauty queen and global fashion model. We have uh, Marielle de Leon <laughs> joining us. Don't forget our hashtag, Marielle de Leon goes all out. So we're pulling in more questions. If you have any, send them in at RX931. Okay, so the modeling is taken off in, in the U.S., and then, then the pandemic hits. Then the rioting and the looting 
starts. So, you know, how are you guys handling there in New York? How, how is everybody are, coping yeah, there? How are you? Um, me personally, I'm okay, but of course I want to do everything I can from where I am. Like, of course, I don't, like, I, I don't experience what other people experience, but I try to educate myself and understand their struggles. And as an Asian, I do what I can to help them and support them, which is to speak up about it. And, and I really... Like my feelings about speaking up are really strong and I think everyone should not be afraid to speak up about injustices and certain topics not only in America not only in the Philippines but also around the world and I feel like people are still afraid of speaking up mm-hmm. because they're afraid of what the public may think of them what the public say about them but you know my what I have to say about that is people shouldn't care about um, close-minded people's opinions about them personally. If they feel like some, if they feel like something's wrong, and they want to talk about certain injustices around the world, they should be able to speak up about it, mm. and not only speak up about it, but also educate others and educate themselves about certain topics, like the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about that you can't articulate like your, your right opinions there. and your views? <laughs> That was beautiful. What the heck, Marielle? No, on podcast. You know that's that's, that's really that's really <laughs> wonderful to hear because you know I love how you said that in any way that you can, you're going to help do your part. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of us have also learned during this entire situation. Yeah. Like whether you're in New York or in Manila, it's that you know we're not alone. We have to help each other and we have to speak up about certain mm-hmm. things and I think that that's so empowering of you to do especially because you're in a country that isn't your own you know you're far away you have yeah. to deal mm-hmm. with whatever's going on there in your city in New York and then you're hearing from your friends what's happening in the Philippines and it's just a crazy like pot of different issues and kudos to you because you really make it's sure crazy. to find the time to to speak your mind, which I think is something a lot of us can learn from. We're actually getting some questions from from fans. You know, Maria, going back to your strong opinions mm-hmm. and modeling and being in the limelight, because even if like you know you want to go a certain direction, you're always going to be known as Maria De Leon. You know, you joined beauty pageants, you 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 were yeah. in local showbiz. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's always going to be a thing. How did you and how do you? handle the negativity the criticisms and the i don't want to say bashing but you know let's just call it what it is like when there are those people that just say not very nice things trolls trolls mama yeah how do you handle it and have have you learned to handle it differently from how you did let's say beauty pageant days to now like have you changed anything and how what advice would you give to somebody on how to handle negativity well the thing is with me though like i've had so much of those type of negative comments and negative people in my life like in a way i'm kind of used to it which is unfortunate and which shouldn't be the case in the first place but it is um yeah the, if i get those types of comments either i ignore it mm. or sometimes 
I just reply for fun, for like for <laughs> for my entertainment in a way, but also to educate that person. Like I remember um, a few days ago, I posted about you know certain injustices um, in the Philippines and in America, and someone asked me, "Well, what about you? What's your contribution?" And I gave her different points, and I educated about her. I, edu- I educated her about the different topics that are happening right now and why people are speaking out against all of this. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, she didn't reply anymore. So I guess I handed her her mouth. She, she, follow, she followed you <laughs> and became your fan. That's what it is, Marielle. You know, for, for somebody you know who don't know how to speak up, who's shy, who's sort of holding back, where do you find the courage? What is pushing you to do this, Marielle? And what is your message for them? Uh, well, for those people that are shy and don't, don't really want to talk back, I think the best thing to do is to just delete, block, and move on. Because mm-hmm. some of these shows, they feed on your energy and they feed on your reaction. Mm-hmm. And if you were asked what they say, they're only going to be happier with that and get more energy to talk back at you in an even more negative way. Mm. So the best thing to do is just block, delete, and move on. Mm. And at the end of the day, you know, those people are just... You have to realize that those people are just miserable with their lives. And they have nothing better to do than bring other people down, which is, in a way, sad mm. for them. Like, I feel bad for them, honestly. More than anything. Well, at least you know they have Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> <laughs> at least you know they have Wi-Fi connection, and you know they could actually. You know, but yeah, anyway, you know, Marielle, we're gonna take a break on the radio, but on Facebook Live. From what I hear, you got your cooking skills. Are we gonna take a kitchen tour? What kind of tour are we doing here? <laughs> I've always wanted to see a New York um, apartment. Yeah, I'm gonna show you guys my kitchen. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Go to Facebook.com/slash Rx931. We have Marielle De Leon. She goes all out. Is it showbiz? It's a gozo. Is it sports? It's more. It's all out. All out. With Rico and Carlo. Awesome. Is it showbiz? It's a gozo. Is it sports? It's more. It's all out. All out. With Rico and Carlo. Awesome. She's joining us from New York City, Brooklyn. And uh, for those who missed out on Facebook Live, she just showed us her refrigerator, her unit. This is her <laughs> studio apartment over in New York City. Gave us a grand tour of it. Now, we know she cooks. She's about to share with us a simple recipe on how to make the epic kimchi rice. <laughs> All right, so tell us about it. So, kimchi rice. You always want to use... Um, next day rice never freshly cooked rice oh uh, when i want to make kimchi rice i always cook rice and then i do the kimchi rice the day after so yeah next day rice and then what i like, like i don't follow a traditional recipe so what i like to do is garlic onion mm-hmm. of course kimchi gochujang which is red pepper korean and pepper paste and then of course the rice mm-hmm. And then honestly, whatever vegetables you have in the refrigerator. So what I use is carrots, corn, spinach. And honestly, after that, you mix it all together and then some soy sauce. And 
if you want to taste your red pepper flakes. And sometimes I also like to put some honey for some sweetness. Mm-hmm. And mm. honestly, that's it. That's it. So, parang yeah. ano, no? And then a fried egg on top. Oh. Parang sinangag style. So, we're in a day after yeah. the rice. Yeah. You saute the, the garlic and the onions and you put it all but together. But why oh, why yeah. day old rice? Yeah. That's that's my question. Like, why do you wait a, a day, Marielle? Does it absorb better? I, I, I'm not a cook, so. Um, Because if it's fresh rice, it'll come out kind of mushy. So if it's day old rice, it can dry out a bit. So when you mix it, it's still separated. Mm-hmm. And it won't be like clumpy and mushy. So you oh, get yeah. to enjoy <laughs> every granule. So right? that so that kimchi fried yeah. rice that you showed us in your ref, that's the one you made? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. Oh, oh my gosh. Now I want kimchi fried rice with steak and, and a fried egg. Okay. Yeah, would okay, Marielle, another question. People want to know, you're in New York, the city where, I mean, it's the concrete jungle where dreams are made of, according to Jay-Z. <laughs> you got actors, you got models, you got comedians, celebrities, and everybody in between. Very important question. Marielle, may guapo ba? <laughs> and if so, are the guys, like, really cute there? Like, have you spotted, like, Really, really cute guys. Um, <laughs> the I thing with me, when I go out and I, because I don't have a car here or anything, so I commute all the time. So when I commute and walk around, I have my own road. Mm-hmm. I don't really look at other people. Because here in New York, you just go, go, go. Like, get out of my way. I'm going to where I need to go. Mm. So you don't really get the chance to like look around. But I mean there's been a few but I'm not interested, honestly. Mm-hmm. How how to be you Which is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how to be like I mean there are a few that are cute and all, but like I'm just not, not, ain't got no not, time. not into ain't got that <laughs> right now. Okay. How about celebrity spotting? Have you ever seen any celebrities yeah. walking around, artista, oh. you know? No, actually, because, no. Well, because I mean, of the COVID, yeah. the fashion show, Kim mm. Tae mm. and uh, Kanye. Besides that, no. Because um, before we were in quarantine, besides work, I wouldn't really go out much, mm. which is sad. <laughs> like, now that I think about it, now that we're in quarantine, I was like, I'd, I should have gone out more. No. <laughs> I think that's what every home buyer is saying. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay. (laughs) Now give us a little New York City guide. Because, you know, New York is on everybody's list of, like, Mm. places to visit. And there are Mm -hmm. those typical touristy, you know, spots, those tourist traps. But you, you've been living there since October. I'd like to say you're pretty much like a New Yorker. Like, you're as close to a New Yorker as I'm ever going (laughs) to get to meet. So... What are some must-see or must-go-to spots? Because you say you don't really go out that much, but when you do, I'd like to think you really make sure it's, it's worth your time, right? Mm-hmm. So where have you been that you're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, this place is really good. Nobody really like, talks about it or you know, it's not really in the tourist like, list, but it's an awesome place to go. Well, uh, there's a place. It's a cafe that I always like to go to. They make the best, like for me, one of the best cakes and pies 
Mm-hmm. It's called Martha's Country Bakery. Mm-hmm. And the one I go to is in Williamsburg, which a lot of people here want to hate, like to hate on Williamsburg, but I enjoy Williamsburg. <laughs> I think it's a nice area. <laughs> and um, yeah, Martha's Country Bakery has one of the best um, banana cream pies that I've ever tasted. <gasps> I love it now. I love banana cream pie from that area. But I think one advice that I would tell tourists who want to visit New York is that you have to remember that people here like to move fast and they don't want people in their way. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking around and you want to discuss with your group where you want to go next, don't forget to step to the side. Mm-hmm. Like don't discuss in the middle of the, the sidewalk. Like always step to the side. And that's one advice I advice I have to give to people. Eh, paborito pa ng mga Pinoy yun. Yung gubit na. <laughs> yung mag Are you the people like walo sila sa sidewalk? You know. Yeah. So, is it safe is it safe to say that some New Yorkers are the, you know how we hear the stereotype like they're rude, they'll push you, they'll shout like, mom. Do they really do that? Um, they don't physically touch you, but if they want you to move, they're not afraid to tell you. To move. Oh like I've I've heard some people shout, and oh, the other thing is, when you get in the subway, don't be surprised if someone just starts shouting out of nowhere, like crazy, like ah, like oh, what are you doing here? Like don't mind it. It's just everyday life here. Oh my God. So yeah, I mean, that's why New York got a lot of uh, different superheroes, you know, yeah. whether it's Spider-Man, all the superheroes go there in New York. That's but, why know, like Captain America, Doctor Strange, they're all here. All New York. That's insane. I mean, but I guess that's what makes it also such a colorful city. It's mm. that it's so unapologetic. I love it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to ask you yeah. next. I mean, do you see yourself staying in New York for a while? I mean, do you see yourself maybe ever moving there full-time, living there forever? I mean, because you seem like you're really, really enjoying it and it's a place that you love. So, what's the plan, Marielle? Um, well, I, lo- I love New York and I'd love to stay here for a few years because I do love the energy and I love how just nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares what you do, what you say, how you look, how you dress. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love most about new york is that everyone just minds their own business because you know how it is back home well you know you're the daughter of christopher and sandy come on (laughs) you know what i mean the most awarded actor in the philippines if i'm not mistaken wow i know i love how i love how just everybody like just minds their own life here Mm. but in terms of like settling down here i'm not sure yet like I'm not the type to have like a concrete plan right now, <laughs> especially with what's happening around the world. So we'll see. Okay, nice. Can we go back to food two seconds? Because New York is like the epicenter oh, of food, right? Okay. Best pizza. Where to get them? Oh, pizza. Pizza. Um. Well, I know one thing I have to say about pizza is one of the most popular places here, Joe's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Why? <laughs> Too many people? Um, not only that, it's, uh, I don't like the pizza there. Like, the tomato sauce is not 
flavorful, it's kind of tasteless, and oh. in a way, it's bland. Because uh-huh. I know Joe's Pizza is really popular. It was even in Spider Man, I think, in different movies. But yeah, don't fall for the hype. <laughs> Go to more like kind of hidden pizza places. That's what I was gonna ask next. I was like, okay, Marielle, serve us some tea. Like New York has very famous establishments. Cats. Like there's there's a Magnolia Bakery, mm-hmm. Levain Cookies, all those. What are some of the ones oh that God. you tried and you were like, this is so overhyped. Like what the heck? Aside from Joe's Pizza, has there been another place that like you were so excited to try? You finally do and you're like, check it online. Really? <laughs> like everyone is freaking out for for this. Um, well, yeah, it was Joe's Pizza. Like, I'm sorry if they... I'm sure they're... I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry if they see this, but, like, no. It's a no from me. Um, Cat's Delicatessen, honestly, was... It, it's overpriced, mm-hmm. but the the sandwich, I think the... I think the beef sandwich, was it? Yeah, pastrami uh, on really rice. Yeah, the pastrami on rice. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I I like that one. And uh, Shake Shack. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I love their fries. Mm-hmm. It's just that I find the burger to be a bit watery sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like a bit too juicy mm-hmm. where it dampens the bun. <laughs> so because it's, it's a not potato enjoyable bun, after a while. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, besides that, um, the Van Bakery. Mm. I love that place. Honestly, <laughs> I love the cookies there. Yep. I love it. Like it's it's worth the hype. The mm. Van Bakery. I recommend it. It's also worth the line because like. I heard it's worth line, yeah. my sister said like when she would go the line would be like till outside the shop and she was like okay I might as well everyone's here might as well give it a try and when she tried it she was like oh my gosh like I could line up here it's the so whole weird. day mm-hmm. yeah like if you like a gooey center mm-hmm. in a cookie that's the place to go you well you know I want cookies <laughs> you you being Pinoy what is the best Pinoy food or the most interesting Pinoy food that you have tried there because they're sila to fusion there'll be somebody making a different yeah. kind of dish so what's the most interesting that you've ever tried um well in terms of food itself I haven't tried much fusion dishes here mm-hmm. but I really like Mama Fina kitchen uh mama fina's restaurant they serve really good uh filipino food but in ugly kitchen uh the place is called ugly kitchen i i tried their cocktails there they have a i think it was a calamansi martini oh okay really liked it yeah it was really good calamansi martini they also have um whiskey sour i think with calamansi Mm -hmm. which is really good yeah Nice, nice. We're learning. learning I I love, I really love her because it's like, she's so real. She's like, well, if we're talking cocktails and alcohol, I'm like, you (laughs) got you covered. Live live the life for us, girl, please. Okay. So food aside, Mm. because I'm getting way too hungry. It's almost lunchtime. Marielle, when all is said and done and we can finally go back to our actual normal, 
Like, what do you plan to do? Like, what are your dream projects or things that you're gonna really strive for, work hard for, and reach for? Especially there in New York. Like, what are your dream plans for yourself? Like, a billboard? More runway shows? Like, mm-hmm. what, 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 what do you want for yourself? What do you dream for yourself? Well, in terms of modeling, I'd love to get more experience in runway modeling. Like, not like, all, of course, for plus size brands. Like, one dream of mine is to walk for Fenty Savage. Mm. I think yes. Rihanna lingerie brand. I'd love, I'd love to walk for them. Um, also, I'd love to do more beauty brands, like makeup brands, because I do love makeup and I love putting on makeup doing makeup videos mm-hmm. so I'd love to work with makeup brands like any uh, preferably like cruelty free or um not really, like, yeah, cruelty free makeup brands would be awesome mm-hmm. but the ultimate dream is uh, Rihanna's brand that would be really cool I think you would kill that you would freaking kill how about a, how about that? a music career people are saying like uh john casey is asking we hope we could hear you sing are you looking to pursue a musical career as well other than modeling in new york i'd love to yeah i'd love to um pursue a musical career like for even just on off broadway shows i love to do that but of course it's kind of hard now because nobody's really going out so Hopefully after this, it will start picking up again and I can start going to auditions. Like, even just going to auditions would be awesome. Mm. Mm. Like, it would be, like, for experience. Like, even if I don't get it, I'd be fine because at least I'd, in a way, experience the energy of a Broadway audition. Mm. What would be your really audition something. piece? What would be the song that you would sing if you were to audition? <laughs> you know it's going to lead um, to this. <laughs> uh, probably, like... I don't know if you know, there's a musical about Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. One of the songs there called Once Upon a Dream would be, I think, a good piece for me. Because I'm not, I'm not the type of person, belt. Like, I'm not a belt. <laughs> I'm more of a head tone person, so that mm. would be good. But the dream role would be Christine on The Phantom of the Opera. Oh that would God. be, honestly, I'd, if I did that, I'd be... I'd be okay with dying after. <laughs> hey, don't say that! <laughs> oh, sample, sample, your fans. Your fans want to hear you sing. Your fans. Y'all, it's like, it's like almost midnight and I've been drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, make sense. <laughs> next time, we next gotta time, have you, time, Marielle. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's always so much fun talking to you. You're about as real as it gets. So, thank you for making time for us. <laughs> I know it's like Thank the opposite for inviting me. time there. It's about to hit midnight. You said though yourself, you're not <laughs> you're, you don't really sleep early. Do you binge watch any shows or are you reading anything right now that you're like, guys, you got to read this? Like, are you watching anything cool that you can share? Um Oh gosh, here comes my old lady again. <laughs> I don't read, but the, <laughs> the stuff I watch is more of like uh the sound it's gonna sound so boring, but I watch like chateau renovations and mm-hmm. like renovations on old buildings and construction and farming videos mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason. I'm really interested in those. Uh, actually, my ultimate dream is to like 
buy an old historic chateau and renovate it and restore it. Mm-hmm. Okay, one day. <laughs> hey, okay. Then you can have your little vineyard on the side. A little yeah, herb and vegetable patch vegetable garden yeah, on the and, other side. Yeah. And then, you know, you can just drive to the city. A lot of dogs. <laughs> and that's going to be located in Antipolo. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> So you're going to settle back here. Marielle, thank you <laughs> thank so you, much. Thank you. Thank you for thank joining you, us. Thank you so much. Thank we you for having me. So, so much fun. I had a lot of fun. And, and thank you for thank the tour, you. for letting us in your raft, your kitchen, <laughs> you know, and your home. Thank you. And hopefully when all of this is done, we'll have you here in the studio. If yeah. you're in a country, all right, we'll have yeah. you here in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, message for all your fans and also your family that are watching right now. Go ahead. Um... Yeah, tell my friends and family, stay strong. And I know it's hard to be positive right now. And just, I guess, just in a way, be positive, but also be conscious of what's happening around the world. Mm-hmm. Not only in your turf, not only in your country, but also in other countries around the world. There's much more happening than the pandemic. And I hope you get the strength. To speak up to yourself and speak up for yourself and speak up to people who need to be held accountable for the actions like the government and the police or whoever is oppressing other people. Mm. So yeah, stay strong and fight. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Marielle. Thank you, Marielle. Thank you, you take so care. Much. Thank you. And thank you for taking you guys time. Take care too. You take care. There we go. All the way from no New York problem. City, Marielle De Leon. Hi. Hi. There Hi. you have it. I love her. I seriously love her. I hope you wanders enjoyed that. I mean, she's really, she's so much fun. Like honestly, guys, if you really need that refreshing, honest person that mm. will just tell you, like literally, no, no shame, no filter. Like this is how it is. Marielle de Leon is one of those people. Like, honestly. I wish her all the best. Like, and Rico, she freaking, like, saw Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Right? <laughs> like, you know how she said, oh, if I'm Christine and Fatim, I can die happy? Girl, if I saw Kim Kardashian. You could die happy. Hazel knows this. Hazel and I love keeping up with the Kardashians. If I saw Kim Kardashian, I might just self-combust. <laughs> like out of sheer joy but hopefully you monsters enjoyed that mm. thank you again for joining us don't forget you can share this video like it like our page show it to all your friends so you guys can see a little glimpse of New York during this time as well with Marielle De Leon <sighs> there you have it ladies and gentlemen uh, for Facebook Live and they're watching but the on-air show continues till 2 o'clock she is Carla Aguas she's Rico Chismasa here on the monster let's keep it going bye the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster RX 93.1.